0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. As you can probably hear, I have a little bit of a cold today. but No problem, I'm going to get through this. Now to the news. Aston Martin has been in financial trouble for years now, and that's why it accepted an investment in July of this year from Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund to take a nearly 17% stake in the company. But, despite its money problems... Around the same time, it also rejected a 1.3 billion pound offer from an Italian company called Invest Industrial and Chinese automaker Geely because Aston said it felt like a takeover in disguise and would have made them the largest shareholders. CEO Lawrence Stroll is currently the largest shareholder with an over 18% stake in the company. But despite being rejected the first time around, Geely was still interested in owning a piece of the iconic brand. So it's officially taking a 7.6% stake in Aston, only this time on its own. That puts it slightly behind Mercedes, who owns nearly 10% of Aston and is its third largest shareholder. Of its acquisition, Geely's CEO said, quote, Accumulation of technology in the fields of electric supercars and intelligent connected vehicles will help Aston Martin achieve greater success in the future, close quote. Hertz's CEO had some interesting things to say about its new electrified fleet. Despite only making up 5% of its vehicles, the executive says demand has been, quote, very, very solid for EVs. And not only are normal leisure travelers renting electrics, it's providing vehicles for Uber and Lyft to use, and it's seeing corporations encourage their traveling employees to go electric because it can help reach some of their own zero-emission targets. Hertz is also benefiting from lower maintenance costs. The CEO says they're 40 to 50% lower, and some of that money saved will likely go to building out its charging network. We just reported about its deal with BP to build chargers, and Hertz says it wants more deals like it. That's good news because it has a lot of bookings for EVs for the next few months, and the holiday season looks strong as well.
1: We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere, Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data.
0: There are a few key reasons to start a business in Michigan. First of all, it's the talent. Second, Michigan is wired for winning. Third, the ecosystem here is really focused on supporting businesses in the market. A couple of EV startups have kicked off production. UK-based Arrival announced it built its first commercial delivery van at its microfactory. Instead of producing vehicles in large plants that cost hundreds of millions or even billions of dollars, Arrival is opening manufacturing sites and warehouses that take 6 months to set up at a cost of 40 to 50 million dollars. The vans produced at its first microfactory won't go to customers. Instead, They'll be used for testing, validation, and quality control. Arrival says this is the first step towards achieving at-scale production. And Lordstown Motors announced it kicked off production of its endurance pickup. The trucks are being built at a former GM plant in Ohio that was purchased by Foxconn from Lordstown. And Foxconn is contract manufacturing the trucks for Lordstown. The EV maker plans to deliver 50 Endurance trucks this year to customers, and by the middle of next year, it's aiming to deliver another 450. Lordstown says it's slowly ramping up production because of supply chain constraints. The Endurance has completed federal motor vehicle safety standard crash testing, and the company is now waiting on EPA and CARB certifications. The truck is also a finalist for North American Truck of the Year, competing against the Ford F-150 Lightning and Chevy Silverado ZR2. Wuling just introduced the all-new Xing a small crossover that it calls, quote, the first vehicle for young people in China. It's powered by either a naturally aspirated or turbocharged 1.5-liter engine and features Wuling's new operating system. Pricing for the Xing ranges from about $8,000 up to $12,000.
1: At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility, manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Schaeffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves.
0: While a number of automakers have pledged to go all-electric, Toyota continues to be one of the holdouts. And even though the automaker has received heavy criticism from environmentalists and shareholders, Toyota CEO Akio Toyota is once again casting doubt on how quickly car buyers will embrace electric vehicles. The CEO says BEV adoption will, quote, take longer than the media would like us to believe. He also said it's going to be very difficult to meet California's ban of new ICE sales by 2035. Because of that, he reiterated the company's plan to continue to offer hybrids, fuel cells, and regular gas-powered vehicles at the same time it introduces new BEVs over the coming years. New York is going down a similar path as California. Its governor announced that by 2035, all new passenger cars, pickup trucks, an SUV sold in the state will be required to be zero emission which we know covers a range of vehicle types but is mostly considered to be BEVs but there will be a ramp up to reach that goal 35% of new vehicles need to be zero emission by 2026 68% by 2030 and finally the 100% by 2035 New York will chip in up to $2000 for customers who decide to go electric It's also providing funds to municipalities to purchase zero-emission vehicles and install EV chargers. And New York is getting $175 million from the federal government to build a charging network. EVs are not only gaining popularity with car buyers, but school districts in the U.S. are also eager to switch to electric. The EPA announced its boosting funding for electric school buses, to $965 million due to, quote, overwhelming demand. It originally set aside $500 million back in May for districts across the country, and another $1 billion will be provided when the new budget year starts tomorrow. The EPA says it has received 2,000 applications, requesting close to $4 billion for more than 12,000 buses, most of them electric. It's also received applications for propane and CNG powered buses. But the U.S. still has a ways to go before the school bus fleet is electric. As of last year, only 1% of the nation's 480,000 buses were electric. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you have a great weekend.
1: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation.